order we are coming to you guys late but we are still here um we were supposed to go yesterday life happens things happen so we are here today we were gonna try and start what was it like hour and a half ago ish <laughs> and then uh life happens so uh now we are here uh and uh i got my co-host with me we are coming to you guys late you ready for some hot takes I am just, just slapping on hot day, just slapping all day. You want the introduction or we pass that at this point? To my right, I would stick a quick appreciation. Quentin, Quinn Bunnell. I got co-host, Vish. How you doing, Vish? Co-host is just not accurate. here <laughs> for the high We're all from Colorado, have a lot of Rockies friends. Congratulations on getting married. Hey, you idiot. Are you ready for some hot takes? He's like, this is why you bet on the Rockies in April. Question mark? It's 12.30 in the morning. So, you bottom of the order. Go Cubs. Above me, uh, Vish. Vish, how you doing, my guy? Uh, living the dream, you know. Living the dream, that's all I can say. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Q, what you doing, What's buddy? Um, just put, uh, moving my light. It was really bright. <laughs> it still looks like shit, but... You know, I, don't have, I don't have, like, an overhead light, so... You know, the struggle. And here we are, here we are, gentlemen. I think it'd be could be a cool, fun, quick game if we do a what time is it where you're at? For me, it is ten thirty two. I'm at I'm at eleven thirty two. Uh it's twelve thirty in the morning. So we are coming from three different time zones. So I just want everyone to take a quick appreciation uh for Quentin. Uh thank you, Q, for staying up this late. Uh, we know you had a long day of work of watching baseball and you have an early day to start tomorrow of watching baseball. So thank you for joining this baseball. podcast to talk about baseball. Now, to start, to begin with, we are going to go through. We have our struggle bus. You guys, starting with the struggle bus, we are right here. I got the graphic pulled up. And driving the struggle bus, we have the New York Yankees. You guys, give me what your thoughts are on the New York Yankees right now. So I actually watched the Yankees game about last week, I think, like five, six days ago. And they got, they're starting to get booed by their home fans. That's how bad. Oh, yeah. Let me they, a couple, three days ago, they had the worst record in the AL. Starting the year off, they're supposed to win the division easily and probably be the favorite to come out of the AL. Right now, Taurus, I think, let me find his OPS. They were Taurus has a, or a 565 OPS, Nick. Clint Frazier has a 475 OPS. Oh, uh, Aaron Hicks, who I don't really love that much, but still in a lot of every day, has a 500, 509 OPS. Atrocious. Stan yeah. struggled off in the beginning, starting to be a little better. The rotation we didn't love in the first place, besides yeah, Cole. Debbie like, was still young, and he's not like the highest potential ceiling. They haven't been that bad. It's just been surprising how bad their lineup's been. And you know what? I'm starting to agree with those Yankees fans are ruthless, but they deserve they 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 should be allowed to boo for the, right now. Yeah, I mean. It's still early. I think the lineup straightens itself out, barring everyone's healthy, or even a large part of it's healthy. If health is a continuous issue with their big boppers in the middle of the lineup, obviously this could be a different story. But barring health, like the lineup's going to be fine. 
even if Glaber's down, he's still going to be a really productive hitter, you know, at mm-hmm. that position. So if he plays well, he's obviously one of the best shortstops in the game. And then, you know, Judge standing healthy, that's scary. Gary plays well, that's scary. And they have, they have good role players, like DJ, obviously. How do you, how do you feel about Jay Bruce getting forced to pretty much retire? I saw that. <laughs> It was like, oh, that was funny. I just what a weird ending to his But also staying yeah, on the active uh, roster. I don't know how long he was on there for, but he, he played had, every day. He was their starting first baseman. I know, but yeah. after he announced his retirement, he was still on the roster. Like they didn't call anybody up. They didn't release anybody. He just stayed. I don't know for how long, but they could have called somebody up and replaced them like that day and the following day, and they did not. I guess that, should, that, that right there should just tell you, though, how much they're struggling. People are retiring 20 games in the year. <laughs> also, they're, like, what they're like, fuck, I'm not being a part of this shit. Honestly, yeah. get me the fuck out of here. They'll be fine, dude. Like, yeah. But again, division. They're, really, there are two teams I like in that division. I like the Yankees the most still, but there are two teams I like. So I'm not saying they're in the division, but they'll be all right. Hey, they'll, they'll around. The, the Blue Jays and Rays right now are perking up because they're like fuck maybe 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 we can make a run for this division especially yeah. if they keep taking the, this many games early it's yeah. gonna it's gonna come back to get them in september yeah no for sure and next on the struggle bus uh vish i'm actually gonna i'm gonna let you introduce this gentleman uh this is uh this is one of your guys and uh have some fun what, what do you got on him uh Zach Davies. He scored 15 runs today, so let's start off with the high note. No, no, no. We want to talk about Zach Davies struggling. What do you got? Zach Davies is throwing out an ADRA. Honestly, this is an interchangeable between Jock and Zach Davies. Jock's also been atrocious. Just, but that's not what we're talking about. Zach Davies, who we need to count on, has been very bad. Nick, what, is Zach, what is Zach Davies' career ERA? Oh, I don't have it in front of you. You want me to guess? Mm-hmm. A three seven six to three nine, and he's throwing at an eight eight right now. Yeah, okay. You want to hear? And you want to hear the worst part? Sure. He has more walks than strikeouts. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm also like Zach Davies gonna be fine. Like he's gonna be fine. We need him to be good because like Kyle's incredible. Other than Kyle, like our rotation is. People have been freaking out the Cubs offense has been historically bad. I'm not worried about the offense. The offense will be fine. It already has turned itself around in like three games. But the offense will be fine. I'm worried about pitching. It's like behind Kyle, it's like Jake Arrieta, Trevor Williams. You know, like, and then it's like, Dave, like Davies was supposed to be our only other like, hey, we got a one, you know, or a high end two if you want to call mm-hmm. Kyle a high end two. That is easier one. And then, you know, Davies is like a really good three, like a bad two. But, you know, we got a guy that we can count on, and he's not been that guy. He will I mean, be that guy. I, I, assume, I assume you've watched some of his games thrown already this year. I didn't watch the Brewers one. He had like seven runs in the first inning, and I watched that one. But I watched like all, like most of his other Does his stuff look the same? Yeah, I mean, he's like 88, 90, somewhere in that range, you know. His changeup looks fucking awesome. He throws it so much, but he's chill. Is it just the walks thing that's just – because walks for him is just very unusual. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, he, he'll be fine. I, I'm really not worried about it because, like, 
Well, he doesn't should be because he's on the struggle bus. This, goddamn it. Twenty-eight. It's a twenty-game struggle bus. Like the Yankees. The Yankees line will figure itself out. Zach Davies will be fine. Will it? Yeah, they will. Zach Davies will be fine. Hey, twenty games turns into thirty real quick, into forty, and then you're a fourth year in. Just saying. Like you can still turn even that around. Saying. I'm just saying. I trust the track record. That guy's going to be fine. I'm not saying he's going to be a two, but we can't need him to be. I'm just saying he's going to be – he'll be all right. Well, he is currently absolutely on the struggle bus, and he will remain on the struggle bus until he can prove otherwise. And, and then uh, moving on, we have the uh, big tree-legged third baseman for the Twins, Miguel Sano. Uh, just struggling. Now, how bad yeah. is he struggling, Keith? So, so to give you some numbers here, don't really care about batting average ever, but in this case, I'm going to say it because it's a 111. <laughs> so far through 45 ABs, I don't really care about strikeouts that much, especially someone like Miguel Sano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has 20 strikeouts from 45 ABs. Yeah, that's bad. That's a high strikeout rate even for him. Yeah. And also, and the worst part, he has hit two home runs, which isn't great. And then also has an OPS of 555, which he's a career 830 and needs to be a middle lineup guy for them. Yeah. That's, like, the main issue. Like, they count on him. And, like, he's, he did this, what was it, like, two or three years ago? Yeah. So they said they put him down. Like, it was, like, similar to Schwarber. Like, they, like, they just set him down because he was so inconsistent. Yeah. So, like, this is what he does sometimes, which, I mean, if you're a Twins fan, it's got to be so frustrating because it's like yep. he's obviously a dude, but... Because you see him sometimes and he's just so good. Yeah, exactly. And, like, he'll, he'll, go, he'll, go, he'll go on hotter stretches than just about anyone, but he also yeah. does this. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty similar to Javi. It's just, Javi's also a good defender, so, like... Yeah, I can and that's the thing, like, you're not really getting much defense production. Exactly. And even... And from like a Maybe running point too, he's he's one of the biggest players in the league. You're not going to get much running for production from him either. It's just yeah. if he's not hitting well, he's hurting your team. Hurting, he's really hurting. He's really hurting your team. Yeah, there's no justifying like, oh well, he's a good glove at least, or yeah, we can run. Oh, yeah, yeah, none of that. And he's the really problem with that team is they rely so much on just hitting and power hitting, especially. Yeah, yeah it was the home run ball. It's, which is scary for the twins. Like when they have guys that go on like stretches like this, is they're that's, gonna lose. Is which is what, what is happening for them right now. Yeah, that's why I'm not buying the twins because the rotation's been incredible. I don't yep. see that. I like Barrios. I love Barrios. I love Barrios. But it's like other than that, like, I don't know rotation's gonna be what it is right now. Nope. And, and we'll get. I think. I think later in the we have the exact number is one of their yeah. stats is what the that's rotation's right. been. So we'll get to that later. True. All right, you want to finish up the struggle bus? Yeah, and uh, Q is actually a guy that once you saw his name, you immediately jumped on because we were pondering this four spot. We went back and forth with about like three or four other guys. Even contemplated about throwing a team in there, um, but this is a this is a name that you once you saw it. it you jumped at it, and you said, this yeah, is the so guy. Real, real quick, I could throw an honorable mention out there. The honorable mention, Nick, was uh, the Twins bullpen. Actually, <laughs> but we don't want to have a bunch of twin stuff on there. The yeah. Twins bullpen currently is throwing at a 5-8, and they're 1-7. Yeesh. Yeesh. 
So, but this, we, I thought, just keeping it as a player's perspective, Nick Ahmed is on here, and Nick, like, you would agree with me, he's not, a, like, he's a, he's a pretty, a, maybe, a, he's not an average big leaguer, for yeah. sure, especially. And yeah. so, like, I didn't want to put guys on here that are, like, average big leaguers, and he's been hurt a little bit. But his numbers have been so bad, so bad that I, I we had to do it. Through 40, through 40 plate appearances so far, he has three hits <laughs> and two walks, putting him at a 75 batting average and an OPS of 194. Nick, how bad is that? I mean, that's so bad. That is so bad. I've read articles already about him, and they're, like, questioning to bench him. And again, this isn't like he's he's a career like he's a seven thirty. He's gonna be a seven hundred OPS, which isn't great. Not even a great hitter, but he can play defense. So. But he's a good defender, and at this point, even how good of a defender is, they're just like this is so atrocious. Like, yeah, we don't know what to do with this. Yeah, like we have, especially with it being in the NL, already have the pitcher hitting. Pitchers hit. Right now, we we have two guys in the lineup right now that are free outs every yeah. year. Yeah. Sure. All righty. So, so he uh, he's gonna he's gonna be in the back of the struggle bus. Do you call the Mendoza one if it's OPS? His OPS is below the Mendoza. <laughs> yeah, like we make just to put that in perspective. We make fun of people for having under a two hundred batting average. Yeah. OPS is under two hundred. <laughs> like that is incredible. Nick, his, sl- his slugging percentage is seventy five. Oh god, that's horrible. His, his OPS plus is minus forty five. How is that even possible? <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> well now uh moving on to the actually kind of the little bit of the opposite. This segment is going to be the uh victory chopper. Okay, so we got four guys coming out of uh Verdansk, got a dub, quads, okay. Who are the four guys that are absolutely just lighting it up this year right now? So, before before we get into these people, we kind of decided pretty last minute that we're not going to include people that just uh, we shouldn't we don't expect Mike Trout to have a thirteen hundred OPS. But we but like, but low key, I kind of do, and same with the Kuna. Yeah. So we're going to leave it guys kind of like that that are just so good. Like the ground's good, we get it, you know. Yeah, like we get it. Like we're gonna do this every week with you if we do. Yeah. So we're gonna leave this to kind of guys that are just eye catching. Like twenty games in, we're like these guys are performing way above their ceiling. Like even their ceiling. Yeah, and that's like we can put Trout on here and stuff, but like. So Nick, do you want to start off with Mercedes because you've had a weird transformation today on what yeah, I think about. Hey, even the past couple of weeks. I've been trash. Every time Mercedes started with like a 600 batting average, and you're like, ah, oh, it's whatever. He's not even like their seventh best hitter on the White Sox. Yeah. You're kind of starting to come around on him. Let me I'll just give you a little background ball. first of his numbers before you go in on him. Yeah. Currently, he has a 430 batting average with a 1161 OPS and four home runs and 15 RBIs through 17 games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, for sure, all star at this point. I mean, no doubt about it. So, so I, uh, tell me what happened today. So, so I've always I've been trashing him simply because it's a 28 year old rookie that comes into the big leagues like just a scorching hot. Like this happens yep. every year, and then it's like, 
Oh wait, you're out of the league in like a year and a half because no one cares. Like you just, you just. The only, t- the only time I ever remember like someone scorching that was old came in and actually was good was Judge. Yeah, but he's 25. Even he wasn't even. Yeah. 20. And even then, Judge was still a highly touted prospect. Like, yeah, Judge is not like he's just he came out of nowhere. No one knew who he was. Like, Judge was a top 50 prospect. You know. So, so what do you think of Mercedes? So Mercedes comes up 20, and I was like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. It's like Akil Badu also. I looked at his minor league numbers. They're not great. But I looked at Anybody can get hot. Exactly. Anybody can get hot. So I was like, okay, this is irrelevant. And then I looked at his minor league numbers today, being like, I'm just wondering what he did in the minors. He had his, his first, like, three or four years, he was like a seven, high 700 OPS. Hit for some juice, but it was all in, like, 50, 60, short in season, you know, situations and then he had like three years in a row where it was 100 plus games and it was like 970 OPS like 800 it was like was his bad year and then it was like 860 in like three years in a row and I was like holy shit like that's him and again that always doesn't translate to the big leagues but a lot of those guys like get more consistent when they show up to the big leagues they see more strikes so like I don't know like I'm starting to be like he could be I'm not saying he's what he is he's not an 1100 OPS guy that'd be ridiculous But I could see him being a viable DH option. DH option to be, you know, mid 800 OPS guy with 25, 30 home runs a year. Because so as a as a White Sox fan, would you? I'm saying like, if you were a White Sox fan, would you buy buy the Mercedes stock right now? I would slowly be more and more. No, not fully. no, not, not fully. You're, you're coming around a little bit. I'm. Kind of, I'd, I'd be like, oh, this, if this keeps happening, like maybe, maybe, maybe. So I'm 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 buying a stock, but not in like large quantities. If that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Let's go on to the next guy. Uh, keeping let's keep with hitters. Byron Buxton. Me and Nick have been back and forth on Byron Buxton for a while. Yeah. He's always had a really good upside, and he's been in the league now a decent while. Yeah. And hasn't put up any any particular spectacular numbers, and we we're always like, maybe he could be an all star. It's always he's got the talent for it, but we kind of just at some point we're like, he is who he is at this point. Yeah, that's what I'm starting to think because he always has those uh, months. Go ahead, yeah, go for it, no, go for it. No, like he'll like correct me if I'm wrong here because he was the number one prospect for fucking four he years in minor leagues over mm-hmm. KB, which is fucking bullshit. But anyway. <laughs> Well, because yeah. he's, he's a good defender. He, dude, he runs yeah. and I'm not, some of the best I, league, and he has a good bat. Yeah, like, I like Buxton. He's like a, probably a league average hitter, if I had to guess, like mm-hmm. mid 700 OPS. But yeah, he's an elite defender, can run like the wind, but like that's not what they thought they were going to They thought they were going to get Mike yeah. Trout, you know? Yeah, so, he's a he's a career, right now, he's a career 750 OPS. Yeah, like that's. As we're talking seven years in the league. Yeah, yeah. But. But just as we're talking about some guys that are coming up as rookies at 27, he yeah. is only 27. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's like, he'll, he'll go on these, like, monster where People will, will, like, be like, oh, like, he's turned a corner. He's Mike Trout. And I'm like, well, he might just be hot, you know? Like, I know yeah. the feeling's there, so you always want to believe what you see. But, again, it's 20 games, so I can't buy all the way in yet. But I want to. Andy, like, oh, even more, of, even more of a thing. He's only played 12. He's been hurt a little yeah, bit. That's true. So the, the crazy part about it, though, is 12 games – and if everyone's played 20, he's leading the league in home runs still with six. Yeah, I couldn't have said. And the crazy part to me was he got hurt, and he's come back and been good still in three games. 
Yeah, that's where I mean I, I hope it works out for Byron because I like him and I yeah I've always yeah for sure I've gotten over the Chris Bryant obviously it should be number two thing but his OPS is fourteen hundred right now though fourteen yeah which isn't obviously going to happen but dude if he can again because he's a plus glove in the outfield if yeah he can, if he can be a nine hundred dude that'd even be insane even like a eight like low eights dude you yeah would, if he, yeah if he can shoot like an eight forty OPS dude. He's such a valuable player for that team. No doubt about it. And if he starts shooting, like he's gonna he's gonna be an all star, and he can become what they thought he was gonna be in the minor leagues. For sure, for sure. So he's gonna he be like, I want him to be good because there's been a lot of hype on him, and it's kind of settled down for the past years. Yeah. But again, we've seen this before from him. Exactly. That's where I need to like. I don't. I need. I just so want to see. Let's, like, let's bring this back up in a couple months. Agreed. Uh, let's go to a couple pitchers real quick. Um, you want to start with Carlson down? Pretty simple, easy. Yeah. I mean, he threw a no-hitter. It's pretty awesome. Really cool story. A couple of major arm surgeries. I don't know. Like, I've always liked Rendon. I think he's a really good four, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. really good four. Probably should be a three. But he's just... Good for him, you know. Like I'm. Yeah, he's he's throwing, he's throwing it up so far through. Um, nineteen innings, he has twenty four strikeouts and one earned run. Yeah, that's awesome. He has a whip of point six and a batting average against at eighty eight. My God. That's so incredible. for him though, like again, awesome. So so pre- so pumped he's doing this because he's almost out of the league two years ago, and he's a really cool story. Yeah. He's something I'm not buying the stock on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not just from an eye test on his stuff, it's not great. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I think it's good. Even his strikeouts are pretty high right now, and from what I've realized and watched, he's not really a strikeout guy. No, he's. I think he's a good four. I I, I still think yeah. he'd be a good big league arm, like a good, not like even just like average, like a good big league and arm. If, and if he, well, again, for him, if he's gonna be a three-five guy in the White Sox. Yeah, exactly, dude. That's like awesome. The White Sox are, should start even looking about, are we the best team in the AL? Yeah, I do. I mean, especially if they can make Kopech into a starter. They're about to go Cease, Lynn, Rondone, Rodon, Rodon, whatever you want to say you say it. And then Rodon, that's it. And mm-hmm. then Kopech. Kopech. And You're then somebody else. Too. What's up? Huh? Who else do they have? There's somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Um. Anyway, but yeah, they they had arms like they're legit. If they had James Shields. They could have Fernando Tatis. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's always going to be funny to me. If you guys don't know oh, that dude. James yeah. Shields was a couple years ago traded for Fernando Tatis when he was a James Shields was washed up on the Padres. White Sox traded for him when he was washed up already for Fernando. Yeah. But we're not talking yeah, about that. Not that not trade was that. really bad. It would have been so much worse. It was so much worse pre Tim Anderson becoming really good, but now yeah. it's as bad. But anyway, yeah. they have some great players. All right, let's finish up the last with the, the victory chapter. You want to talk about Burns? Yeah, this one's cool. I he fascinates me for a couple of reasons. So one, it sucks. The Brewers can fucking pitch. Woodruff's mm-hmm. a dog. Burns is a dog. Burns was similar to G Lito, like historically bad. Like he was so bad, but which I loved. But why was he like Giolito? Because like there was potential for him to be. 
his stuff is phenomenal. He's highest spin rate on his fastball, all that kind of stuff. Which is also why it confuses me because those guys with the highest spin rate on their fastball tend to be those four seamer guys that live up in the strike zone. Like Cole is big on mm-hmm. that. Dom's gotten big into that. All these guys that throw you know hard, but also have these high spin rates. And like Nick Anderson, he throws like ninety three, has that high spin rate. He lives high on the zones too. All these guys are four seamer guys that live in the tunnel with the curveball, and like. Burns fascinates me because he is like he goes sinker cutter, and that's mm-hmm. almost I know the cutter is what saved like I believe is what saved him. Dude, like, yeah, that, always, getting, always getting that like scissor effect mm-hmm. and learning that cutter when you're a sinker baller it could can be deadly. Obviously, it's really yeah. tough to do when you're used to putting that pressure on that the uh, pointer finger and now kind of yeah. transferring it over to a cutter. But yeah. you can figure it out like he has. It's just so deadly. Crazy. Yeah, because yeah. it, it, it's like flipped. He, he went from being a four-seam guy getting lit the fuck up to being like a, yeah, a sicker slider kind of guy. Which is, high which, spin rate. Yeah, which is a crazy adjustment because if you do have that high spin rate, it's hard to – there's so much potential already there to yeah. just be a four-seamer and live up in the zone. But to be able to take a step back and say it's not working and let's try something new is just really cool. Yeah, no, it's really honestly, it's even at that, really especially cool. at that high of a level. Yeah, and like went from so bad to now he just hit the MLB record. Yep, 40, 40 Ks, no walks, and like he is for sure a frontline starter. And again, which sucks because they have Woodruff also, so it's yep. like fuck me. But yeah, that's it. I mean, he's, he's legit. He's legit. They, uh, it's he his his K per nine right now literally looks like a reliever. Yeah. It looks like a Josh Hader. Yeah. It's insane. The 24 in one, one run right now with 40 strikeouts. The Brewers bullpen is so good, too. Fuck. Yeah. Boxburgers like their thing. He, he currently has the second high, lowest ERA in the league behind the god himself, Jacob deGrom. So, anytime anytime you're going to be mentioned with him, that's a, that's a good sign. You're doing all right. Speaking of that, I watched Jacob deGrom tonight throw... He had 15 punch outs through nine innings. Questioned everything about baseball I've ever seen in my life. He was questioning said the mound should be moved back, and he watched one Jacob Degrom yeah. start and goes, "We should." I was like, maybe the back. mound should be moved back because what Degrom is doing to hitters is is ridiculous. I couldn't highlight my whole life. I questioned if I actually pitched <laughs> watching it. I was like, I don't think I actually knew how to like anything. Anything. <laughs> I get it. He gets some swings on some changeups that are like so unfathomably far away from the zone, dude. It's and crazy. I've never like I, there's guys that throw a hundred like him, but I've never and like oh, of course people are gonna be late on a hundred, but they aren't late like they are in his hundred. Well, dude, because yeah, there's so yeah. much stuff to worry about other than yeah, that. exactly. I, dude, people are big leaguers. Big leaguers are ass out singles beating shifts. And they're pumped. Yeah. They're like, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it's it. So we're not going to, we'll never have him or Trout on the struggle. Oh, on the struggle bus, we might have him on, but we'll never have him on the. the I don't the know. Genre. Really strong word, but <laughs> I guess if they threw a bunch of. Like, yeah, they'd have to do something insane. Yeah. Honorable mention as well, like Bryce Harper, who's having an insane start right now but again i expect Bryce harper to have a high ops he walks a lot and has 
It's just a stud. If you don't think my, if you don't think Bryce Harper's good, you think he's just overrated. Fuck you. <laughs> nice cue, you got him. <laughs> I got everyone. All right, do you want to do you want to go over the next segment, Connor? Yes, sir. Sorry, I already have it pulled yeah, up. Just just got it pulled up. This is thirty teams, thirty stats that just absolutely stand out. Uh, mm-hmm. This article is by MLB.com, so just a little quick shout-out there, MLB.com. Thank Our you guys home. for the article. Ever heard of that, ever heard of that website? No. No, never have. So uh, to start it off, we got the uh, American League East and the Blue Jays. What you guys got on the Blue Jays? Well, what's the, what's the stat on it? Oh, my bad. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, 12 balls hit, uh, 110 plus. See, to me, this is one of those ones that isn't as crazy as the other, other stats. Like, that's cool. Like, I, I love Guerrero, and we know he hits the ball hard. Yeah. That's it. I don't care. I do yeah. care. Vlad's great. Vlad's good. Can he be great like his numbers are this year? That hard hit rate isn't telling me a whole lot through especially 20 games. But, I mean, he's a monster. But how consistent can he be at this level? At that level. At, at this production, at, at the daily level, I should say. All right, we're, we're next. Alrighty, next we got the Orioles. John Means, two scoreless outings. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey we've lost like three years. The Orioles is just like John Means. Is, John, is Means. John Means. He, he, he's a he's a big league three. You know, <laughs> like, dude, they fucking love that man. The O's, the O's. He almost made an. Did he make an All Star in 2019? I he think did. He made, he's an, he's he made an All Star in 2019, and ever since the O's are like, we have a one. First Dude. of all, his name is John Means. <laughs> he's like he's a good three. He's like a yeah, good arm. I'm just uh, like, it's so funny. Like this. That, is, that is fun. That is really funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's just of all the people of that, it would be John Means. It's like the only thing that's come out of there in like three yeah. years that's like been a, a bucket. Honestly, I was. I, I thought this one was gonna be for the O's. Like something John means, or a prospect, not even yeah. baseball. It'd be like minor league stats, and they're like, ah, we're reaching. <laughs> they run through two home runs on the ultimate training site. That's what. It would have been. Yeah, we're like, we watched BP today from him. Look great. <laughs> Moving on, next one: Rays. Tyler Glasnow's forty percent strikeout rate. So this that is first of all forty percent strikeout is insane. I'm pretty sure the two highest strikeout rates of all time are Kimbrel and Chapman. What are I they? think Kimbrel's 41 and Chapman's 40. So like this that, would be especially in those relievers. And Miguel oh, Sano. Yeah. Miguel Sano is a hitter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that's so uh, the thing about Tyler Glass now for me is I was I was talking to someone before the year and I was watching spring training. I was telling Nick this. I was watching his stuff. It's just so good. Dude, his fastball slide, his changeup is irrelevant. It's really bad. Yeah, but his yeah, fastball yeah. slider is so fucking good. It's crazy. And I was watching him, and he was getting hit around spring training. And I was like, damn, his stuff is nasty. And someone was like, no, no, he's not good. And I was like, I never said he was good. I said, his stuff's nasty. Yeah. And we see him kind of put all right numbers up. But this is just the case of the Rays, man, developing and figure yeah. out what works best on a guy that stuff is just so nasty. Also, yeah, I He's agree. So and if you go look at his numbers, he was unthinkably abysmal in Pittsburgh, like a 70 RA. And then, like, came to the Rays, 
first year in the race, I mean, he only had 15 starts. We threw like a 1-7. Mm-hmm. And then last year, or was it last year or two years ago, he threw a 4. Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, he threw a 4. I think last year wasn't great either, though. No, I don't, I don't think it was bad at all. I'm going to look real quick. I think last year was the four, and then two years ago was a one seven. Anyway, he's had the he's had the big boomer bust. But on the race, yeah. he hasn't really even had the bust. He's been a four at the worst. That's not... Yeah, so he was he was a one eight two years ago when he was with Tampa. Mm. And then um, was at a last four year. last year, and he's a career four one. Yeah. So, I I mean, I'm not bond yet into the glass now as a bona fide one yet. But this year will be very telling. If Glass see, throws see, it, over this one, this one I'm bought in. This one I'm bought in. You are just because I've seen because from the eye test, his stuff, his his fastball slider is so electric. Like, no, I agree. I, I, that that I, I even a little sample size like this has to get you excited. Oh, I mean, no, I I, I absolutely should be. He they're 15 starts, whatever. It was. And, and so far, it's tough, man, to get leaned on from the AL champions to be leaned on and be. Hey, you have to be our game one this year, and so far you have to give him credit. He's really stepped up. True, true. That's a good point. No snow. What do you got? What do you got next, Connor? Next, we have the Red Sox AL leading seven eighty eight OPS. This one's awesome because you know Nick and I talk about OPS a lot. It's our favorite stat. Mm-hmm. If we talk about if you have an eight hundred OPS as a player individually, you're a good you're hitter. Good. Yeah. So to say their whole team is doing this. There's a reason when this article was written three days ago that they have the best record in the AL and surprising mm-hmm. everyone. I've always, that Xander I've always liked. Of course, we like Bobby. Devers, good player. Devers. Like, I remember I watched, player, their first couple, I watched their first series against the O's and I texted Nick and I was like, wow, the Red Sox are bad. Yeah. Like, their lineup's bad. And so since then, they've been so good. And they got JD. Like they have, they have yeah. some good bats. JD has been insanely but... hot. Even for like, he's a really good hitter, but he's been insanely hot as well. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. Yeah, I think it's gonna it'll cool off a little bit. I do think they mm-hmm. have some good pieces there where they won't be abysmal. Their pitching is the issue. Like it's yeah. Nate Baldy and and Warren, Richards. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and with Gary Richards, like there's that's that's where they're they will they will not and win. With that, and with that division. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the there's no, I don't, I don't have any hope. I, I wouldn't have any hope for them to even be the third seed. No, the last gonna cool off. It'll still be decent, but it'll cool off, and then they're pitching a little very much let them down. So, we got next, Connor. Finish off the AL East. Next, yes, sir. We have, <laughs> and this is almost one of the ones like uh, you guys were saying earlier. Orioles picking up maybe some uh, minor league stats. Um. <laughs> Just it's, really it's grasping. The Yankees, huh? Yeah. Uh, Yankees. We don't have much to talk about. That's Yankees. Aroldis Chapman's uh, splitter is legit is the headline. So that's the crazy <laughs> yeah, stat they're, for they're, them. This is the definition of someone writing an article. I have no comment on this. Yeah, people are writing the article and going, fuck, we have to do this for every team? Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 dude. I think Aroldis' splitter's been pretty solid. <laughs> Which is uh, cool. I, I have no comment. Aroldis is Yeah, that's cool, I guess. And I don't the, know. The thing is, is, in the stat, he has only thrown it seven times this entire year. And that's what the, the yeah, article's I mean, this is, this written is, about. This is a reach. I, like, did, did he write 
did he actually write stuff about this? Yes. Um, apparently, Aaron Boone <clears throat> has gone on the record as gross. Aaron Boone's like, I don't. Please, can we talk about anything other than us hitters? Please. They're like, how do you think about Chapman? He goes, thank you. The split has yeah. been gross. It's gross, nasty. Gross. Uh, moving like, on. You know about uh, Torres, you think he'll figure it out and be like. Yeah, he's been struggling since he saw Royal Chapman's splitter. Have you guys seen that? In any sense as he can. Yeah, did you guys know what the spin rate is on that? Oh, nasty. And, uh... Nasty, nasty. <laughs> he throws 100. Moving on, we have the AL Central with the Indians. Shane Beavers, MLB, MLB leading 48 strikeouts. That got, that got passed tonight by DeGrom. Oh, really? Yeah, 48 through what three games four games three games 48 through three games is the most insane thing ever in my life yeah that's stupid it's stupid and stupid. people have been weird on like is he because he had a little bad he, uh, he had a really good year last year sorry we won the Cy Young and everyone was like short season was he that good he's that stuff like his stuff is so good yes he is legit what are you looking? You looking at uh, Alyssa? All right, we just lost Nick. Okay, adios, amigo. All right, I'll finish this off until he comes back. All righty. We got next, Connor. So after the Indians, we have the Royals bullpen strengthens. 55 straight wins when leading after seven innings, actually. Dude, this one is really cool. That's an insane stat. That Especially is. Especially from a team, a team like the Royals. And they've, they've always, and like, what was their foundation when they won the World Series? Was their bullpen with, like, Holland and Wade Davis? He's back. Oh, my God. What happened? And he's gone. All right, I'll just keep going. Just in, I think that that Connor, I think that's in, that's such a cool stat. Fifty-five straight wins out of their, when you're leading by the seventh inning. That's honestly probably a, as a team that's building in kind of a rebuilding phase as they are right now. You know, they traded in the off season for some guys that were yep. close to their end ending contracts. Um, they extended uh, Salvador Perez. For them to be able to have a foundation of a bullpen like this to fifty-five straight games. Leading in the seventh yeah. inning, no, fans can know Nick, that they're going to win. Could, I wish Nick could say stuff too because we we talked about the Royals before. The Royals are a really cool team and like they're they're like a college team in a weird way. They do like very unorthodox stuff for the MLB. They steal a lot. Like Wit and Nicky are the fastest middle infield in baseball, and they play really good defense and just run well. It's just it's not like watching a normal MLB team. It's kind of exciting. Nick, any uh, any comment? Nick, can we hear you? Can you hear us? Your sound is off. Okay. Did you plug in your power cord? He smiled. He heard that. So he can hear us. But all right. Okay. Okay. Unplug that. Tigers. Alright, I'm just gonna keep going until he figure, he's gonna figure it out. I believe him. Um, I I do not know this guy's name. Do are we a, a butcher pod? Do we butcher names here? Uh, we you can try it. I can 
All right. Can fix it. Hermir Candelario. Yeah. Candelario, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. his uh, two ninety five average and three seventy seven OBP. No comment this, on it. That's just it. That's just the whole this, stat. This this one, I wish they would talk about Akil, uh, um Badu. I can't. I always mess up his name. Badu's. Hey, Nick, do you have anything to say about the Royals? Because I know you like the Royals. Uh, I do. Soler's awesome. I yeah. can't believe we traded away Davis for him. Soler is awesome. Soler is awesome. Where Merrifield is the most not talked about player in the big leagues, who mm-hmm. is easily the best player in his position in the league. It's not even close. It's not even close. And how, cool, how cool is that stat? 55 games in a row leading the seventh inning. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially for a team like that, again, that I said, that relies so much on their bullpen when they want it. Yeah, they're going to be good, too. Like, they have Singer. They're going to have a bunch of guys come up. You know, they just drafted Lacey. They're pitching yeah. staff that to be young and good, and they have Merrifield. It's so good for your, ro- like, your, your rotation to see that. Because then you're not putting, like, young rotation guys in bad situations. Yeah, no, that's true. It's, that's it's, it's true. really cool. Uh, Nick, how do you – it's Badu's. I do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, he, that's where I'd rather this have been. I know he doesn't have that many stats out, but like he's probably the hope of the most exciting part of that team right now. I don't even think I, – I, I actually am selling him, but yeah. Okay. I'd be selling on his stock. But. All right, what do, you, what do we got next, Connor? I don't really – the Tigers are on my shit list right now anyway. <laughs> After the Tigers, we have the Twins. Starting rotation is at a 2.86 ERA. Yes, yeah, so what we we were talking about earlier, Nick, when you were going to bring it up. The yeah. rotation's been stellar. Is it this good? No, no it's not. No, they've also played. They've also played in a bunch of seven inning games already this year. I don't know if that really makes a difference because it's just their starters. But their starters have carried them for how bad their offense has performed and their bullpen. So the B five hundred right now is that that team needs to look right now and be like. Thank God our starters are playing right now. It's well. Because we, yeah, we could be really hurting so. ourselves. Because they, sh- they should be a wild card team. And maybe if the if the White Sox don't perform as well as we all think, like they could fight for a division. I don't think they will, but yeah, I, they, I sh- they, they, could, they should be a wild card team. And if they're yeah. gonna, their rotation is keeping them in games that they need right now. Yeah. It's like... For me, it's just like I, I don't hate the rotation. I just don't love it. It's like Barrios, love him, and then Maeda, I like him more than that. It's like uh, Pineda, other guys, like whatever. What do we got next, Connor? Really quick, just to add a little stat from uh, John Boy Media: the Twins yeah. bullpen actually has the worst WAR uh, than yeah. any other bullpen in the entire uh, MLB. That makes sense. Remember, I told you what their record is. It's a one in seven right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, you so to bad. pair with a Twins rotation, that is what numbers wise, that is what they're dealing with. Yeah. Moving on, we have the White Sox. These are even more impressive of it. White Sox starting pitchers lead AL and team ERA with a two six eight. Yeah, this one's just tip the cap to Collarsman down. <laughs> Lance Lynn's good too. Yeah, he's my IL now, but they're they're good. I mean, I don't buy a two six eight obviously, but I buy it's gonna be low. Yeah, they're gonna pitch and they're gonna hit. I mean, that team's good. Yep. They got starting pitching depth. They got 
young guys, veterans. Like, they're good. They're really mm-hmm. good. <laughs> we got next, Connor. Moving on, we're going into the AL West, gentlemen, with the Angels. Mike Trout Mike tied yep. for the AL lead in war. Oh, I wonder who it was going to be. With a 1.2 already. The only thing you should talk about on the Angels. I know Otani's cool, but. Yeah, like, this could have been, if it was not Otani, like, and you weren't just you were just getting tired of Mike Trout. Just talk about Mike Trout. He's cool. He's the best player. Yeah. A one point two like already is war. He's gonna have a ten more. Who cares? It's just it's what he is. Yeah. He's the best baseball player, arguably ever. Yeah. Moving on, we have the Astros. Ryan Stankies. Stankies? Season Stanics? stat line is essentially a one hitter. You call him Stankies? Stankies. We're just we're just we're just really butchering names. I love hey, it. hey! If we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. All right. <laughs> is stat li- what, what is it? Is, would you is say stat line is what? essentially a one hitter. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, Astros reliever has nearly pitched the equivalent of a full game in eight and two thirds innings and has only given up one hit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Fuck the Astros. <laughs> the Astros do, do I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate the Astros as much as other people. Like I think. That, let me let me give me a good thing. My thoughts on the Astros. They have a really good run organization, and I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't hate the Astros. I don't hate the Astros that much. They're front force of analytics. I'm always about teams like that. No, I agree with that, but I don't know if they do anymore. Like, dude, and I don't really hate the Astros that much. Players are like since the cheating has stopped. Yeah, I've just performed at like not a bad level, but just at a worse level. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, moving uh, on to the athletics. Ramon Loreno is running wild. In the past few years, the A's have generally shied away from stealing bases as a club, but he is emerging as a player that is just too electric to leave that aspect out of this game. The center fielder leads all majors with eight stolen bases. What do you guys think about that? No, I, there's one part I think I read, Nick and I were talking about this one. Isn't there something with that he has more than a certain amount of clubs? 19, yeah, 19 other MLB more clubs. More than 19 clubs, yeah. So, again, really crazy, especially for the A's, for the stolen base. Especially with the whole money ball and like big analytics team the thing about this though one is to a segue point and again when i do finish this model and hopefully the next couple months i do get some more data going on it stolen bases are underrated and i think maybe the a's even have figured this out and are letting them run a little bit more we we've gone to a point where we've like because catchers have been so good that I think we got to a point where we went past the line of stolen bases. Yeah, like we, like we needed to take them down, but I think people went full, full throttle too much on it. Yeah, that's fair. Because yeah, they went to nineteen clubs, not to have eight stolen bases isn't is pretty weird. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, like there are valuable times to steal. Yeah. To, like, again, the model I hope to create again. Maybe one day we can go off. Like when I do it, we can go over it here. Yeah. Um, like my theory on it is with two outs. 
No, it makes sense. And I agree. If, if you just got to run the right guys in my head, which yeah. he's obviously No, right and, and depending on who's hitting. Yes, exactly. I'm not running I'm not running myself out of an inning when I have a guy that That's hits probably home runs up to yeah. bat. Exactly. Agreed. All righty. Moving on. We have the Mariners. The one-two punch of uh, Hanger and France. Hanager and yeah. France. Jesus Christ. Ty France is the headliner on a fucking... Ty France? Ty France? Also, real quick about the A's. The A's should have been... They won 12 in a row. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, when they said Ramon, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, the A's... I have won 12 in a row. Julio Martinez and Jared Kalanick. That's what the Mariners one should be. The one-two yeah. punch of Julio Martinez and Jared Kalanick were both 20 in the minor leagues. Yeah. The Mariners, every fucking year, bro. They get so hot in the beginning of the year. I don't care. Who? It is literally every. It's weird how they. It's weird how they specifically do it every year with a different team, too. Who? The Mariners. They get so hot in the beginning of the year. Do they? Yeah. They didn't. Any year, like three years ago, where they started off like sixteen and zero, and then they by by the All Star break they were like ten games under. Yeah, not good. They haven't been good in a long time. They do this every year. I I don't know how it's specifically them every year too, but they'll be bad. Just wait. I mean, yeah, their team is horrendous. Yeah, it's like Kyle Lewis. Kyle Seager's not bad, and then yeah. shit. Like, Ty France is a bad player. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's he's bad. Mitch Haniger's average at best. Exciting, but yeah, no, it's all right. What do we got next? Rangers. Kyle Gibson is a legit number one starter. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I read this one. And I was like, Nick is gonna fucking be pissed at this one. <laughs> Why would anyone say that? I don't know. <laughs> you guys comment. I'm gonna look up Kyle Gibson's career numbers so I can just. Oh, that is hilarious. I'm not trying to just shit on Kyle Gibson right now. Me either. I don't even hate Kyle Gibson. Yeah, that's, that's, number that's, one that's, that's the kind of shit that makes me hate fucking players. For, Same. It's not their fault, but this like, so this really God, quick, sure. really quick, Vish, before you read that, please. If you remove his first start from the calculations, Gibson's ERA would sit at a zero point four three on the entire season. He's probably had three starts. Wow, Gibson's thirty three years old. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, this is why we're laughing at this. He's a career four or five guy, and he's thirty three. Like, dude, how many guys do you know that are just like, hey, I tried to get one. <laughs> Chris, his manager, and him both called his opening day start fluky. He's throwing one thousand major league innings. This guy is not just gonna become a number one. <laughs> what is that? I, I like Cal Gibson. I think he's his, a good his, I, We don't care about record often because. It's kind of an irrelevant stat because you don't control it that much. <coughs> DeGrom. Like 71 and 74. Imagine you're game one, you're like, ah, maybe we're going to win 50% of the time. Like, the dude is That's hilarious. About as average of an arm as you could have in major, the major leagues. Yeah, like, again, this is, this is, these, these are the articles, like, I'm sorry, Kyle Gibson, that make me hate baseball. Like, it's just, that, this was bad. This one was bad. That's, that's, that's the worst take I've ever heard. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a coming from the hot take guy. Hot take, Vish. Yeah, I mean, 
the hot take. I love, take, I love I the hot take. That's not a hot take. That's just stupid. You're saying stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell. Holy Dude, that, that should have just been. That should have been. Um, the attendance record compared yeah. to everyone else. I don't Brand know. Cool or- or like Joe Gallo had a ball, another ball hard, like you know, yeah, something, something you know? like that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kyle Gibson, for just bringing yeah. you into that. What just happened? Holy hell! <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a lot. I, I remember reading that, and I was like, Nick's gonna be so fucking flustered on that I mean, one. That's the worst take I've ever heard. I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say to that. Like, why would you assume that, one? <laughs> you probably had about three, maybe four starts. Yeah. We're, t- we're just gonna decide to take one of those out of there, and even then, like he's only a two-five. What is oh, it? Please get us off this, Connor. We can yeah, National out. League. We're we're gonna get completely even just out of that area. Uh, National League East Braves, forty-three point six percent team hard hit rate. Dude, honestly, we'll quick about the Calgus thing. That one headline <laughs> made me. It's one thirty in the morning right now. Made this worth it. I agree. I honestly agree. That was agree. so funny. Oh, that was hilarious. All right, sorry. 43%, per- 43% you said? Yes, sir. Get heart rate for the Braves? Yeah, we know they're supposed to be good. Braves, stop fucking being children. Be good at baseball. Agreed. The Braves are going to be good. I think they're going to win that division easily. I'm done with them. Like, be good. You're a good yeah. team. They're going to figure it out eventually. I don't know how long it's going to take. They'll figure it out. Then they'll win it in the division. Marlins. What do you guys think this what do you guys think this headline could be? Uh, the Marlins starting pitching. I would think it's that or it's Jazz Chisholm is a freak athlete. Or their bullpen's been atrocious. Try team yeah. two out hitting. Oh, that's right. The so, Marlins. I think it's actually pretty cool. The According to Ellis Sports Bureau, the 2020 Marlins scored 122 of their 263 runs with two outs, the highest percentage, 46% in the majors. With nearly the same lineup back in 2021, it has been more of the same. Entering Monday's Miami's 29 two-out RBIs were the fifth most in the NL. And Saturday's 7-6 walk-off win over the Giants, six of the uh, Marlins runs were with two outs. That's pretty crazy, especially because how not great their lineup has been. And you can never talk about they, well, they also went on a stretch against the Braves where they scored so much. So much. Again, this one, this one I would have focused on something future related of like Sandy. Yeah. Sandy or Jazz. Jazz yeah. looks good. That's like the most exciting. Yeah, even Rodgers, he's been what we thought it could be like a really solid four. Three. Yeah, yeah. He's been great, man. I, I, I liked him, but yeah, he's been better than I thought. He also gets up, he throws harder than I thought he threw also. Yeah. I knew it was like mid 90s. I saw him throw a fastball the other like 98. I think he throws fucking hard. What's, what's the next one? Moving Jack on. Season, I'm excited for him. He looks yeah. legit. And 6-2 hasn't even thrown yet. We were talking about uh, Kim, who is their GM currently. Also, yeah. shout out first ever woman GM. Yeah. The biggest question for her and like their whole team next is going to be, when do they start really making a push for it? Yeah. I think they're, they're a little, I think they're a little far away still. Yeah from doing getting a bullpen and doing all that but maybe this offseason they get a couple more hitters and start pushing agreed, agreed. Where, where they can be yeah Mets Jacob deGrom 15.75 K per, K per nine. nine the funny the hilarious thing about this tonight it went down 
after tonight's game. Get 15 strikeouts. <laughs> and only nine innings. Wow. Yes. Nine innings. So technically, as Jay Brown went down, God, he is an animal. Yeah, that guy's amazing. It's all. He's made me. All he's made me quite again. Made me question everything about like pitching. Did you go watch him when he had long hair and he was a rookie, and he was throwing like ninety three, and now he's sitting, legitimately sitting a hundred. I watched the whole game tonight, uh, guys, and he didn't throw a pitch under a hundred in the first two innings. He make again. He makes big league hitters. Makes big league hitters look really bad. He's a, he's amazing. Moving on, Nationals, Soto's hard contact. Guy can hit. Yeah. Can really hit. It's kind of one of those ones you just kind of, yeah. Did yeah. he just recently get put on or taken off the IR? On. Taken off. Oh, put on? Yeah, he's hurt. I thought he got taken off it. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, what do we got next? He's hurt, well, whenever he's healthy, the guy can hit. Like, he can yeah. really hit. And they need it. Yeah. They need it bad. Moving on. Phillies, Bryce Harper has a 994 OPS. Which is wrong currently. I it's think like now it's way higher. It's, it's, I think it's 1180. It's 11, 11, 11, 18. Oh, so we need more. Dude, he has been. He goes on stretches. He goes on years where he looks like the best player in baseball. Yeah, he's, he's doing it. Again, if you think he's overrated, I don't know what to tell you. He's Top not. 15 player in baseball. Yeah, that's where I think he should be. Because there was that stretch where everyone was like, Trout or Harper, you know, like seven or six or seven. Yeah, that was, yeah that was also the hype. That was fair, though, the hype and Trout. Well, he had one MVP earlier. Yeah. And again, he, he's one people forget about him he is one slip of a bag slipped on a base at first base from winning not winning a second MVP yeah no, I, Bryce Harper is incredible yeah like he should have two MVPs right now and to call him a guy with two MVPs overrated is the weirdest thing in the world to me yeah yeah and he's he a, top, yeah. a top 15 player in baseball yeah and he has potential for always to be the same MVP yeah yeah Moving on, we're going to the NL Central with the Brewers starting pitchers. Huh? The mediocre division. Yeah, but the Brewers starting pitching is throwing at a 29% strikeout rate. Yeah, we can go through this. We kind of talked about it already. Burns, everyone's been really good. The Brewers, yeah, we, can go, we can go to the next one on that. Beautiful. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. The lineup's eh, but they're now, moving on to something that I am actually really excited to see. It's the Cardinals, and it's Nolan Arenado's 152 OPS+. plus. I got one thing to say about this. We stole Gomber from the Cardinals. Nolan's OPS, this is, just, this is why it's funny, because like, this is the highest OPS plus of his career. His mm-hmm. OPS is like 850. Like, it's good, but like... It's, you know it's, why his OPS plus is so high? Yeah, because Park adjusted is how things work. So, so this like, stat... Yeah, this stat's really weird to me. It's just because of course. Yeah, exactly. It's the high, the best of his career because he played course. Yeah, it's one of those things like his, his actual OPS is not his highest. Exactly. 
but just it's, it's, it is highest. Yeah, it's super weird. Make it, it makes sense. It's just weird. Yeah, that like maybe they're taking too. My question to this now is: Are they taking too much in account for an OPS yeah, plus? I mean, that's a great question. I like the idea of this. That I'm not saying it's always. I, I it's not, I'm not saying I treat it as the law. It just is good to use as a reference. But anyway, I the Cardinals are overrated. They have so many holes in that offense, and the rotation is also questionable behind Flaherty. So. What, what we got next? Cardinals are bad. Moving on, we have the Cubs. Chris Bryant with a 166. What is this? When WRC um, plus? Weighted, it's, I think it's weighted runs created plus. Uh, Nick, do you want to make your own for this one? Yeah, I mean, KB's if he's healthy, he's one of the best players in baseball. He's really good. Sucks last year. He was bad, but I mean, again, it was last year. A lot of guys were bad that I think are all like legitimately MVPs, Hall of Famers. Their guys had bad years. Moving I'm, on. I'm going on record saying Cubs fans, don't worry yet. It's time to play better. <laughs> the offense is fine. I'm worried about the pitching. Zach Davies, Trevor Williams, Jake Garrett. Like, we're going to have to really rely on Trevor Williams and Jake Garrett. Yeah, that's the scary part. What do we, like, we got next here? Pirates, Brian Reynolds, back over 300. Okay. I can't tell if I hate Brian Reynolds or if I think he's an okay player, but, like, it's just sad that you have to do that. He might be an okay player, but... Yeah. Brian Hayes is good, you know. He's, he's hurt, but he's good. He's really, really good, actually. Reds, 91 runs scored as a team. They were absolutely on fire to start. They played. Well. They they scored forty runs against the Pirates. That's half of it in three games. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I don't know. You want me to tell you about that? Reds are. They, I've always said they had a good roster, and it's not worse. So it's probably not going to work now. This is the worst the roster's been in a couple of years. So. All right. Let's. Are we have one more division left, right? Yep. The NL West. We're starting with the Diamondbacks. Carson Kelly's adjustments are paying off. Uh, adjustments. What it says is he struggled at the plate and it wore on the young backstop. Along with some mechanical adjustments at the plate, Kelly has worked to be more selective at the plate and has become together for, and has come together for him. His walk rate has 22% and his chase rate is 18.9. Speak to his discipline at the plate and explain why he's walked more in the first three weeks of the season than he did all of last year. While he's not going to hit 400 all season, it's clear that he uh, that he's more of the players. Uh, what? He's more of the player he was in 2019 than 2022, and that's important for the Diamondbacks. So yeah, this one I just looked. He does a. Uh, easily in the league in on base percentage. Okay. Which to me Bless you. Walking is an art. Mm-hmm. But this early in the year, is he just facing people that are just struggling? I don't know. Yeah. Carson Kelly You know, he's fine. Yeah. I you know, I, I adjustments I can't buy it yet. You know, wait and see for another month. We got, we got kind of Dodgers dominant pitching. Yeah, what do you mean? They they pay they pay they pay their they pay their game three forty five million. They should have dominant pitching. Also, like, dude, 
I was watching Corey Knable, like the Brewers just like, well, we're good, we don't watch him anymore, and it's like, this dude's back, he's still in 99 with a wipeout curveball, and I'm like, god damn it. it just, they are the, they're the best team in baseball, we get it. The crazy stuff, the crazy the crazy stat for this one should have been, um, what was it, 100? Nick, what was the stat you saw? Dude, oh my God. They were literally, they've been favored 134 the last 136 games in 96 straight games. That is insane. That is insane. Which is funny because when they come out of this, you know, this dynasty era that they've had with one half-assed, you know, baby bitch ring. Like, I'm going to laugh my ass off when they come out of this with only that, especially with this roster. Cause this hey, roster man, the Padres haven't been playing great, but they play really well against the Dodgers. I know, and I'm excited. It's like, it's like they wake up for that series specifically. Also, the Dodgers know the Padres are coming. When Mookie made that catch, he lost mm-hmm. his mind. That, that, you know what that says? That says, this is a rivalry. The if, you guys want, if you guys want to watch some good, good or early baseball, tune into every Padres-Dodgers game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pod- did they say Potters? Pod- he Pod- did. The Potters. The Pod- Dodgers. The Potters. Pod- <laughs> Watch the Potters games. Moving on, Giants. Colorado boy, Kevin Gosman, allowing a 0% average on his splitter. The splitter's always been gross. Yep. He's underrated. The Giants rotation in general is the most underrated rotation in baseball. Because no one knows any other who they have. I didn't until recently, but it's Gosman, Sanchez, Cueto, Alex Wood. That's not a bad. It's not good. But it's not bad rotation. I mean, can I were talking about this is such an organization, and you got to give Aussie players for the props to players too. Mm-hmm. But even during a rebuild, they get guys on like pretty cheap deals that are really good and really it's solid. Barney, Barney, bad even when they yeah. rebuild. Yeah, being a Giants fan would be awesome. Yeah, dude. Like even right now, it's like they're competitive as hell. Yep, they're like the they're like the fun they're like the thunder of baseball. Yeah, good point. And they have a good they have a good farm system. So yeah, they're I mean such a good organization, man. It's crazy. As as being as watching the Giants a lot win, especially like us growing up. Yeah, the Giants win a lot, and also being a Rockies fan. That, I always hated the Giants, but that organization is just – you just got to tip the cap at some point. Yeah, for sure. Padres. Padres with a 2.44 team ERA. Mine on this one would have been, why are they 500? Yeah, same. They're, it's so weird, man. Like, everyone's playing decent. They're just yeah. – they're, I think they, they have, like they're losing really close games and then just beating the fuck out of people. Yeah, no, it is weird. Not worried about them. They're gonna pitch. They're gonna hit. It'll be fine. Yeah. Then we have the home favorite, the Colorado I Rockies. Want, I don't want to talk about this one. Honestly, I already saw it. Ryan McMahon's six homers, twenty-one fly balls, twelve Ks, and fifty-seven plate appearances. I'm not saying anything. I mean, McMahon is an average big leaguer. He's a slightly above average, but I don't know. I'm not saying anything about that. They're, they're fucking poor. All right. That's all good. Now you guys want to finish off the last segment? Let's do it. All right, Connor, I got this uh, 
instead of a hot take this week, we're going to go the most, since we're doing talking about a lot of stats today and like struggle busted and stuff, we got the most ridiculous baseball stats of all time. Let me hear this. I am for it. These are, I've told Nick some of them, I wish I would have got his first reaction because some of these are so insane. Jimmy so, Warren one put me on yeah. the ass, but that one is so funny. So let's start off with one that we're really familiar with, that uh, Barry Bonds 2004, he got intentionally walked 120 times. <laughs> Oh, intentionally walked 100 times. The AL leader that year was Eric Chavez at 95 walks. Dude, that is crazy. Insane. Intentionally walked 100. Like, Mike Trout, like, does, I'm not even sure if Mike, no, Mike Trout, like, that'd be a good amount of walks for Mike Trout debate with the greatest player. 95 or 120? 120. Yeah. Like, that'd be a ton. Like, dude, 100 walks is a ton. And that's how many times he was intentionally walked in one year. So, one. going off of that 2004 season, Barry Bonds. He had um, Barry Bonds reached more times that year than he did ABs. Dude, that is dude, that is stupid. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That is <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So like, that, that would walk. break someone's brain. You don't understand the walks on it bad. So dude, yeah, I know. Like, I'm trying to. F- I read that the first time. I was like, was it, is that crazy? And then I was like, wait, wait. Dude, that's that's crazy. He reached more than that bat. That is that is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's really so hurts. Uh, what else we got? We got a. Uh, we'll get off the Barry, the Barry Bonds because we can go off Barry Bonds for yeah, just literally. Yeah, the topic now. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Moyer. If you guys don't know who Jamie Moyer is, he is the definition of a travel man. <laughs> <laughs> He played everywhere. Yeah, he did. But really mostly, mostly known as a Rocky. The last memory I have of Jamie Moore, I'm sorry, Jamie Moore, but is Jim Carlos standing up all off the scoreboard <laughs> in the new Miami start when he was 43 years old and he was throwing 82 miles an hour. No, no he wasn't. He was throwing like 78 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah but, Connor, here's the stat. It is probably the coolest one, I think, of all of these. Jamie Moyer has faced 9% of every MLB hitter ever. <laughs> wow. That one blows my mind. That one blows my mind. Baseball has been around for so fucking long. I mean, a century and a half. A century and a half. Of fucking every hitter ever. Dude, that is crazy. That is crazy. That's a journeyman right there, man. He is along for the ride. He yeah, he faced seventeen hundred guy different guys. That's insane to me. Here's a Tony Gwynn one. Um, we don't care about batting average unless you're what Tony Gwynn, <laughs> right? Tony yeah. Gwynn to get to three hundred. If he came like like if he like kept playing, he would have had to go zero for a thousand hundred eighty three. <laughs> To get to a 300 career, uh, career uh, batting average. That's pretty incredible. That's equivalent to two seasons. Yeah, he'd be playing two seasons. Yeah. That's, that's insane. That's, that's worse actually. than uh, Chris Davis. Yeah, oh yeah. A little crushed. Another crazy one is Tony Gwynn with, uh, with two strikes was a 302 hitter. 
That's ridiculous, man. That one is ridiculous. He is was just something different, man. So yeah. again, we can go on Tony Gwynn and like and Barry Bond stats and same forever. Both going Ricky Henderson steals. Obviously, so many. He has fourteen hundred and six. The next closest is Lou Brock with nine hundred and thirty eight, which is I'm gonna do quick math. Is four hundred and sixty eight different than um that's such a solid that's such a solid lead ricky henderson and lou brock at number two is the same as lou brock is compared to number 46 on the list jesus that's how much he's fucking beating the guy in second by that's just crazy that's something different man just that a couple pitching ones greg maddox um he had a year in 1994 we had 25 games he had 24 quality starts that's literally him going out every game and you're like oh well we're gonna we're gonna win yeah if we can just scratch a couple runs across we're gonna win the craziest one to me though is Connery threw a complete game, nine innings with seventy pitch, seventy six pitches. Shut up! And he only went two o to a uh, two ball count twice in the whole game. <laughs> That's being efficient, man. Not not a two o count, a two two balls in a batter. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Two just two balls like twice. Yeah. An eighty three percent strike rate in that game. That's got to be a heavy ball or something. I don't know. No, he just doesn't miss a corner. Uh, let's go with the, uh, Shark Alley. So, entering the 2019 season, there's been 354 pitchers in MLB history to strike out 1,183 guys in their career. Nolan, struck, Nolan Ryan struck out 1,183 different batters. That's insane. Edgar Martinez, team on Nolan Ryan. Edgar Martinez struck out 53% of his ABs against Nolan Ryan. His career strikeout percentage was 17%. <laughs> Talking about someone that has your number. Yeah. My God, that's horrifying. Rent-free, bro. Living in the dome. So those those are the craziest baseball stats I could find. And, like, obviously, like I, I left out some of the ones, like, the ones that like, are pretty common, like the Mariano Rivera, more people – have walked on the moon and scored him in the postseason yeah. and stuff like that. So we go on Barry Bonds forever about some of his stats and his so Yeah. We will at some point, I'm sure, on this podcast. But that would kind of be a stat episode and those are some pretty insane stats. Yeah. All righty. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Vish, Q, thank you guys for staying up. And to everybody watching here at home, thank you guys for staying aboard and letting us tune in with you. Uh, This episode will be available on YouTube, RBI Baseball, LLC. You guys can find the schedule about when we will be having our next podcast on Twitch, or not on on Twitter, at RBI Baseball underscore LLC, or on Instagram, rbi baseball underscore llc thank you guys so much for joining have a great night
and uh, thank you guys for joining.